Ultra. Back to Spider-Man Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze and celebrate the movie Spider-Man 2, one, oh boy, yeah, minute at a time. I'm Zach Luna. I'm Scott Corelli. I'm Sam Gash from the Ideal Remake Podcast. And I'm Mike Bobbitt, Sam Gash's better half from the Ideal Remake Podcast. Yeah. Welcome, guys. Thanks for being here today. Uh, Thanks for having us. Yeah. this. A week here with the uh, with the Ideal Remake crew. Um, we're going to kick off our Monday here with uh, Minute 16, which begins with MJ saying, It was nice seeing you tonight, Peter, and ends with MJ telling him that he's such a mystery and putting her hand on his face. Uh, okay, so right off the bat, I have to yeah. say, this line, this, this line reading of I liked seeing you tonight, Peter, has mm. always bothered me because as mm. a screenwriter... I know what the line right before this was, which is, <laughs> which is Peter saying, you know, I get to see you every day, like yeah. talking about the billboard. He's saying, yeah. I get to see you every day. And then her line is, I like seeing you tonight, Peter. It's in response to what he said. So the yeah. way that she should be reading it is, I like seeing you tonight, Peter. Yeah. Like the emphasis should be on, should be on tonight because he's saying, I see, I like seeing you every day. I like seeing yeah. you tonight. It yeah. why does why are the two things not connected at all? <laughs> I think I figured out because this scene is so awkward. I think I cracked <laughs> it. I had to watch it three times. Mm. And at first I, I, I didn't know if I was gonna be doing the podcast wrong where I was like, wow, this is a really um bleak minute. Could I just do a, a minute from a different Spider-Man movie? <laughs> <laughs> but I think the reason that uh MJ is sitting out back is she's stoned. (laughs) (laughs) I think Peter's just kind of flabbergasted that he didn't know that his high school sweetheart was smoking weed. That's why he can't blink at all for the entire scene. His eyes flutter a little bit during this minute, but there's no blinking. So I think that explains why they're both so awkward. That is some bold headcanon there, Mike. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, my pitch is a little bit different. My pitch is... She just got a really nice compliment, and she's just like, yeah, nice compliment. You also, too, please, yes? <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't even know how to, like, like phrase it properly. Yeah, yeah, what do you say when someone's like, hey, I saw the giant billboard of you? How, do, how does one respond to that? I'm like, it's, it's nice seeing you. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it, is, it is a human kind of awkward, even if it's, like, it's hard to discern what the motivation behind the awkward is. Like, it doesn't seem like she's, you know, not being genuine here. It's just weird in relation to the the previous moments i guess i mean her line's all weird and everything but it's not as weird as oh boy yeah i love the oh boy yeah do you oh man yeah this is some (laughs) this is 
This is some quality cheese. I, I, I mean, love it, it. That line feels like a line out of its time. It is. <laughs> it is. But I mean, these movies are a little out of their time. Uh, I mean, that's kind of the the point. I mean, I, we we've talked a little bit about how um, Alvin Sargent, the uh, the writer of of uh, the credited writer on this film, and he also he worked on all of the Spider Man films up until uh, Amazing Spider Man Two. Uh-huh. Um, but he is uh, he at this point he's ninety one now, and he was like <laughs> seventy two when he was writing this. So this is a seventy two <laughs> year old man's uh, interpretation of someone in their twenties. Um, it goes a long way to explaining why it's written in the way that it's written. <laughs> Um, what is it the way that the young kids are human beings in general community? <laughs> right. It's been a while since I've spoken to someone other than my wet nurse. <laughs> I mean, you could also explain it away as just like, well, that's what happens when someone's raised by essentially their grandparents. Yeah, um, that, yeah, that, yeah. that also works. And I think that it it is certainly reminiscent of of, you know, the 1960s. Uh, Spider-Man comics that the, yeah. these movies are m- most heavily influenced by. We, I, I like here too. Um, just in terms of like choosing their shots here, there's like a, a, a choice here that feels like it was made fairly late in the edit, um, but I think it was the right one. So that we have like we've already gotten to this closer coverage um, in yes uh, last week's the end of last week's minute with the uh, I get to see you every day now moment where it's like a genuine moment. So we cut in closer on their faces and so we start in these close-up spots. But I like that. Um, after the oh boy, yeah, she moves in closer and the frame itself moves closer. And then we have a shot on Peter where we have like this little push in on him uh, as we start to get the music back and everything. You know, it's, it's an intimate moment. But I think it looks to me like that wasn't done on the day. It looks like a in post sort of zoom in type of thing that they're doing. Oh. Is, that, is, is that track with anybody else? You know, I've been getting... interesting. Not like full tilt David Fincher vibes, but like a, occasional Fincher, like, oh, I shot for the whole frame. I'll just pick wherever the hell I want later mm-hmm. type of David Fincher move. But, you know, just in terms of we're getting closer in, the mo- moment's getting more intimate that we, I think there's like maybe three edits in this one minute where we get closer to their faces. So Now, here's my question to you about that. Mm. Do you think that's a camera move or do you think that's a move in editing? I think this last one's a move in editing. I think the original one was done on the day. Like the uh, the MJ one seems like a shot yeah. on the day one. Whereas... MJ feels like shot on the day because she's physically moving. Yeah, yeah. Whereas Peter, I think, is a you know a little push in done in post. I don't yeah. know. Hers mm. is a physical move. His is an emotional move. Oh, okay. Yeah, it seems. Um, I don't know. It almost seems like the 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 frame is too tight to pull off a subtle you know push in like that yeah yeah uh yeah i think it'd have to be done in post or you would i mean the camera would like shake and i don't know like it just (laughs) it just it seems like it's way too tight and close in order to do a very very subtle push in like that um oh i I see i see yeah i i think it's got to be post has to be yeah I love where this was shot, too. I had to look up to see if this was backlot or location. And it had to have been location. Just that roof line behind them. It's such a quirky feel that it it reminds me of Sam Raimi. Of just, it's a visually interesting place for them to shoot this scene. Yeah. Yeah. And because they landed on that strong choice in the first one, they were like, you know, as... It can almost seem obvious this sort of direct echo of the 
you know, backyard scene from the first movie. But if it's if it's the space that means that much emotionally and it had that unique look to it last time, it just feels appropriate to come back to it here. Um, Which, wasn't I your guest for that original backyard scene in the first movie? I feel like you might have been, Sam. I'm pretty sure I was. I feel like yep. you might have been. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> We've come full circle. Yep. Have we? For the beginning of it, I think you were... Yeah. 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 Now, we... I didn't rewatch the first Spider-Man to set up for this. And I wanted just the minute that we were going to talk about to be the only thing that I was going to frame myself around. So I did, I only watched the minute before this as well too. Mm. What's the time frame from when they last saw each other? It's like, about... <laughs> like a few minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Cause she was just at his birthday party. Right. Uh, and then apparently she left oh, the party God. and went next door to say hi to her folks. And then they spotted each other in the backyard. Yeah, there's a gap of of time that's sort of missing from the narrative in that we have to have the beat where Aunt May falls asleep and is like, oh, where did everybody go? But then we also have to have this meeting in the backyard. So it can't have been more than like a couple hours. It's probably less than an hour. I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because I would say I would say he probably went to go wake her up after walking them out. Mm hmm. Yeah. Something Um, like that. And then Uh, he walked them out, shut the door, came back into the kitchen found the bill, saw her asleep, woke her up, helped her clean up the kitchen, and then took the garbage out, and then here we are. So we're talking maybe 30, 40 minutes tops? Yeah. In, and in a larger sense, like, they didn't really speak much at the party that we saw, but they would have had to when she was passed out. I don't know, but prior to that, at the, like, the world we're in is that they haven't spoken in a while. You know, like, they haven't been close in a while. Like, this is probably their most genuine conversation in... In months? I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Did you say since a funeral? Um, I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. Maybe. Um, it's been it's been a couple years since then. Uh, yeah, two years next week or something is what Aunt May says. Yeah. Since oh, we'll, okay. Yeah. So it has been quite some time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Overall, since the first movie, at least. Um, but uh, were these theoretically like were these two movies uh, roughly two years apart? Yes. Yes. Yeah. So theoretically, that's like an in real time kind of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Essentially, that's what they tried to do with these ones is that e- each time the movie shows up in our theaters, that it's around the time that like the, that amount of time would have passed for the characters. So the, one of the things that you guys had talked about in one of the later minutes uh, of mi- movie one was it'd be kind of cool to have a Spider-Man four where we see the these people like kind of where they are now. Yeah. Oh, hell years yeah. Later. Oh and if God. that's already kind of an established way that they do these, like the movies are in universe time, the same difference in time as like, I feel like that would work if that's what they had already started doing. I would yeah. be, yeah, I would love that. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I, 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 I pitched Zach my Spider-Man 4 on uh, our Patreon show. Yeah, one of our like week, weekend bugles is just like his whole outline of everything that would happen. It's real good. I believe that. Follow us on <laughs> Patreon, folks. Um, <laughs> uh, so I do good. have a question about this whole conversation, which is mm-hmm. we are we are watching this and we understand from the end of the last movie and we understand uh, from the beginning of this movie that mm-hmm. the reason that mm-hmm. Peter isn't with MJ is because he's worried about putting her in danger because he's Spider-Man. Yes. We understand that. MJ does not understand that. So what is MJ's perspective on what's happening here? Because she, as far as she knows, he has no reason not to want to be with her. Uh-huh. And, and he's obviously got like a real humana humana kind of vibe about him in this backyard scene. 
So like, what what does she think is happening here? Like, why? I mean, she's just got to be like losing her mind, right? She's like, <laughs> just like, yeah. I, am I nuts? Like, he obviously likes me. Why is this not? Why is this so difficult? What is happening? We made out in a cemetery. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel like uh, MJ is kind of a little bit like, I will set everything up for you. I will, I will put the ball on the tee, but you need to hit it. Mm-hmm. So to speak. Yeah. Like she gives him every opportunity, but if, if he doesn't like actually it, step up to the plate. If he doesn't kiss her. Yeah. Yeah. She's not going to kiss him. Well, but I, I think, but Scott, I think also means like in a larger sense over how long this has been going on. Like w- what in her mind is his reasoning of, is it just being a, like scared or yeah. weenie? Like, I think so. I don't know. Which it's is weird. kind of the way I think she's a little bit dismissive of him, of him in the next minute. He's just like, come on, man. You blew your shot. Look, I'm going to go out with this other dude, but <laughs> yeah. I'm getting ahead of myself. Um, this is like the central tension of the the MJ situation. Like, I remember when the movie came out, this and especially the third one, but to a degree in this where I, I would hear this argument of like, MJ's kind of being like not great right now. And I think it was from that like perspective of we know all the things, but she doesn't. And to to her... This is a guy that like cares about her that she's been close to and every time she goes to get close to him he's reciprocating and then for some magical reason that he never explains to her pulls away. Right. And like at at that point like I don't think it's unfair of her in any way shape or form to be like look man I got to give my life like I got to like live my life like I get I can't wait for you. There's something special here but if you're not in it I I got to you know Maybe this, maybe this like acting thing's not gonna work out. Like I might as well get married, you know. Yeah, it's not just a <laughs> might as well get married. Well, I mean, like you know how we had like a line in the first film about like when people are like, "Was she with Harry?" And it's she's you know trying her best to like live her life in that's the true environment she has. That like yeah, she's got a good like safe, safe, solid thing on on the wings here. And this, like, more magical romantic thing with Peter is never materializing. And if he's not also there with it, what's the point? Right. Yeah. That's It's just so point. weird. Like, he made out with her, like, on his uncle, on top of his <laughs> uncle. <laughs> in the last... <laughs> the top of his dead uncle. And there, was, there was dirt in between, Scott. Come on. <laughs> still, it was still happening. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is... Uh, especially... So we get like halfway through this minute and they have their like the closest moment and the music is rising and everything. And Peter backs out with like the worst excuse ever. It's not just I was wondering. I don't even know what you'd say in place of this, but the, he comes up with I was wondering if you're still living in the village. I uh, it, I cringed through my whole spine when that happened. Oh, I thought felt like he was about to ask her out and then stopped himself. Like, hey, I was wondering if you were doing anything later. Yeah, sure. Yeah. And then just bails. Yeah, but he bails with wondering if you were still in the village. Peter, you hurt me in my soul every time. <laughs> I don't know. I hate it. I hate it. But it's good. You know, like it's appropriate for the scene. It just makes me, it makes my skeleton want to leap out of my skin. It's mm-hmm. just, just so bad. So bad. That happens a lot in these movies. That's my, <laughs> my skeleton wanting to leap out of yeah. the skin. <laughs> Just like, no, yeah. Peter. Yeah. All right. Uh, and so then what's, she, what's your I, pitch for a better way to get out of that line? I was wondering if how would you have gotten out of that? How would I have gotten out of that scenario? Yeah. Um I I probably would have like half asked it into like a friend date where rather than like a real date. It was like, oh, I was wondering if you had any more 
you know seats at your i don't know i would have screwed it up too yeah that's that's what i would have that's what i would have went with was <laughs> yeah I was wondering yeah. if you have any tickets available for your show tomorrow night yeah because um, i like, that, try to steer it back yeah I, I was wondering if you could put me on the guest list there yeah. you go Something yeah, like that. yeah 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 i was, I was wondering like any awesome backstage passes <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering if you get comps. Yeah, do you have comps? I don't. I'm very poor. <laughs> I, I couldn't take I, you out if I wanted to. Right. <laughs> we'll find out in a minute that I have $20 to my name. <laughs> um, MJ, uh, MJ touching his face like that, like the way that mm. she does it, like just the first thing that pops into my mind every time I see that is like, there you are, Peter. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Like she's gonna stretch his face into a smile and be yeah, like, "Yeah, there you are, Peter." <laughs> yeah. Oh god, it's such a overt gesture here. Like it's so intimate, but like, um, I think visually in the movie that that works. It's like, um, you know, when you were like young and you didn't know what to do around your crush, and like you ended up in a situation where like you're sitting next to each other and like her knee touches your knee. There's this like electric thrill there, like of the contact. I feel like this mm-hmm. is like a visual presentation of that type of feeling that uh surge of electricity of oh god oh my god like (laughs) (laughs) right (laughs) it's all in his eyes it's doofus it's he oh god he just he just melts and what i love about it is that he just doesn't think he's being ridiculously obvious this is why this is why mary jane is so freaking baffled by you dude like yeah she touches you and you just melt but yet you won't you won't act like you have feelings for her. Like what in the world yeah, is in, happening? In the space of sixty seconds, we've had the melting at her touch and the oh boy, yeah. It, like <laughs> she she gets it. She knows. Come on, man. Yeah, it's it's tragic. It is. It was Spider Man. Oh, poor Peter. Anyway. Poor. Yeah. Or do you think because she does have this guy that she's just making sure like, oh, I, I still have power over Peter. Oh, God, I hope not. <laughs> I don't think so. I think maybe it's, I'm, maybe it's, I'm cynical. Maybe. Yeah, I don't think, I think she's a monster. <laughs> yeah, I think she's just double-checking before she bails out. Yeah, I mean, if this was at, like, a social event and this was, like, you know, party girl version of MJ, not Sam Raimi's different universe version of MJ, I might buy that, like, toying him along mm-hmm. line. But because it's literally in their backyard from when they were kids and you know she's asking him all this it it feels like she is constantly like making herself more vulnerable and more open you know like she's dropping layers of artifice to to be more honest and to risk more and peter to her from her perspective just keeps adding in distance between them and artifice and these moments that Mm -hmm. where they could be close so yeah, if it this feels were vulnerable and real. if this yeah. were party girl Mary Jane, I think she would have just assumed Peter was gay a long time ago, <laughs> and just like moved be, on with her life completely. She, she would be setting him up with like a guy from her play, you know? Yeah. Like, <laughs> right. can we have that in the movie? I want that now so much. Like, Mary Jane, like, hey, you know what? Look. Let me set you up with someone. It's going to be great. It's a blind date. Peter shows up and it's just Ted. Yeah. <laughs> like, like Ted, like Ted Raimi? Like, yeah, like Ted Raimi. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, if he wasn't already playing, uh, what's his face? Don't, uh, don't order the chicken. Yeah. <laughs> Hoffman. That's his name. Hoffman. He plays yeah. Hoffman in these. Yeah. 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 Just but, or like, 
don't know, or Sean Gunn or something. Like, just... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, hi. You must be the... Uh, uh. <laughs> I, I told you I'd, I'd be holding a red balloon. <laughs> I wasn't expecting this. Oh, God, red balloons. I've never fetched a single red balloon in the video game for this film. Never one. What? <laughs> red balloon. The red balloons are the difficult. worst. What, uh, what's happening in spider-man 2 the video game which is like the like the spider-man game like the big one everybody loves they're like side missions where kids lose their balloons and they're like please fetch my balloon and it, they're just awful and i hate them so were i just all of these kids friends with the clown from it yeah they were yeah and they're just wandering around with balloons and they let him go and they're like oh no my balloon he and was I, right it does float yeah Yes, because because it was definitely uh, on the pulse of popularity in 2003. <laughs> well, when did the book come out? Yeah, 1986. The 80s? 1986. There we go. Yeah, yeah. I think we just figured out a way to make PlayStation a lot of money. Just replace <laughs> the character models of the Spider-Man video game with Pennywise. <laughs> Pennywise, us web slinging through the streets. <laughs> yep. I mean, he's a space spider, right? Yeah, he, he yeah. is. <laughs> He's, that would actually he is work. A Spider Man. That's <laughs> yes. yeah. wow. It's not bad. It's not bad. Sam. And on that right. note, uh, I think <laughs> I think that about does it for minute sixteen. Uh, if you have thoughts about Pennywise and the Spider Man Two uh, game adaptation, uh, you can uh, you can join up on the uh, Spider Man Minute Friendly Neighborhood Listener Group on Facebook and uh, let us know. There. Have you ever caught any of the red balloons in Spider-Man 2? Let us know. And uh, in the meantime, uh, we all float down here, and we'll see you tomorrow in a minute 17. Bye, everybody. Bye. 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 Bye.